Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas from Hunter's Paradise. Here in the heart of Little Rock, I'm Randy Rainwater. And what I mean by that is this is the Big Buck Classic, the 34th annual. And we will be visiting with Tommy Murchison in just a moment. But uh, good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. How close are you to those good rattlesnakes? Uh, good 75, maybe. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> 75 feet. And uh, hmm. I don't what's care their, if the guy inside. Their, do rattlesnakes leap? What, what's their leaping distance? Um, I don't care about their vertical as much <laughs> as I care about how far they could jump. You know, the um, vertical's good, but... Yeah. Um, I just know that I'm watching this little line that they have established, and then I'm watching the guy that's inside this fenced area. I hate to call it a cage because that 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 is not really to me what it is. I guess it would. Yeah, I guess it is a cage. But he's standing there like he's uh, talking across the fence to his neighbor, and he's probably got (laughs) fifty snakes that are going in and out his legs and. Who knows if one's not going up his his wow. uh, his cowboy pants, but uh, his blue jeans. You can see him. You can see him then. Oh, I can see him right. Yeah, he's right, okay. he's right there. He's close enough for me to see. Yeah, okay. that's close enough. Wow. So open until late tonight, and I was listening to Doug Duggar earlier, and uh, want to compliment Joe and and Trey for an outstanding job they did, and they were talking with um, with Doug. And uh, he's got a new crop. He's breaking in a new crop of snakes. Oh, yeah, man, I wish I had friends like these, Rick. Out, <laughs> you know, in West, friends West with snakes? Texas, he'll get a call from his friend saying, Hey, hey, Doug, I got some snakes for you. Come get them. Yeah, thanks. I got to go in this foxhole and drag out about 30 or 40. But he said... I, I don't care if I believe him or not. I'm not going to adhere to it. But he said, you know, the thing about snakes is they're not mean. They just react out of fear. Well, I'm thinking, well, if I don't get near them, they don't get near me, then neither one of us has to worry about it. I don't have to fear them. They don't have to fear me. You won't. That's, so, right. That's a good deal. I know that there has been uh, people, I probably have said it at one time, that the only good snake is a dead snake. And then I've told about the king snake and some others that actually eat uh, rattlesnakes. So I'll exempt the um, the king snake, but outside of that, I don't have a whole lot of affection for any other kind of snake. I told you that story, don't you? Then I? I can't remember. Start it. But okay. even if you did, tell it again, Hex. So it will be in our listeners. That well, I, heard it. I, I think I have a proper foundation yeah. for this. Um, we were living, my parents, and I was such a small thing. We were living in Oklahoma briefly. And uh, my parents, uh, you have to go back a ways. But obviously with my last name, there is a little bit of, of Indian heritage. Uh and my bloodlines, and they went to a Cherokee tribal dance. 
Yeah. Well, they took myself and my sister, who's four years older than me. Yeah. I'm either four or five at the time. But I will tell you, I've been scarred for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Because this guy came over. I mean, he was all in, you know, in full dress. And he basically waved a rattlesnake in my face. And you're talking about not needing an outdoor bathroom or anything. Um, I was petrified. And I've been petrified since. And maybe that's a good reason why. Maybe it's not a good reason why. I'm just hmm. telling you my, my story. Okay. Why I don't see. like snakes because I was see. terrified as a child. And I've see still been and, terrified. You and Indiana Jones have a lot in common. Well, at least he'll jump in the, you know, oh, when he's he got the damsel in distress, he'll, yeah, he'll he, jump in the middle. Of, but he uh, hated it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. He did his duty. He was he was trying to take care of his woman. Yeah. And he jumped in there. He jumped into yeah. a lot of different <laughs> He jumped would into you, a lot of different things, not just Would you so if snakes, Carrie was but, if if Carrie was surrounded by snakes, would you go get her? I try to talk the snakes out of it. <laughs> hey guys, let let's do this on a peaceful basis. You know what I mean? Y'all just leave her alone, retreat, and we'll go about our ways and then you can go about your ways. Okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, um, today open until 8, <clears throat> Barton Coliseum. Now, tomorrow morning is when it really gets serious. And what I mean by that is it's the Big Buzz Chili Cook-Off. That starts off the morning. And then throughout the day, there is something for every age. I, I know we say this every year, that there is something for every age. And there is ATVs, tractors, front-end loaders, riding mowers, anything that really would do with the outdoors. They pretty much got it here. Now, I don't think there's guns. I don't think there's ever been guns. But remind me to ask that of Tommy. Now, the other part that is ongoing is you have until 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Tommy can verify this in a few moments. It's 6 o'clock. That's when... You've got to have your antlers in uh, before the uh, competition begins in, in regards to whatever they do to come up with the winner. So you got to have it by tomorrow night. Now is 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Is that for Missouri basketball fans? Um, their antlers are so small, I doubt they'd even show Oh, up. okay. All right. Well, they're the antlers. They, they, well, they got baby antlers. They used to be. I don't know if they are anymore. They used to yeah, be. yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have a. <laughs> I may be delayed, but at least I have the buzzer. Well, we know Damon is there. He's yeah, back thanks. at, he's back at thanks. the fort, holding down business. So um, may you miss the next hurricane that comes through Fayette through Little Rock. How's that? You're gonna, be, by, you're gonna, you're gonna buzz me. <laughs> Okay, Rick, let, let, do you know this answer to this? You seem like you know the answer to a lot of things. <laughs> well, this came from, you know, I've told you about Sports Illustrated. And they, that, yeah. <laughs> apparently this is the wing that's still uh, functional. Um, they always have a kind of a question of the day. And in this case, you can't get the answer until Monday. Okay. Here's the question. On this day in 1960, a high school basketball player in West Virginia scored 135 hmm. points in a Holy game. Holy Moses, really? Setting a record that still stands today. What was the player's oddly appropriate name? Here are your four cho choices. They're pretty good choices, I think. Fred Bucket. Doesn't that sound perfect? Fred Bucket. Then you got Danny Heater, William Swish, and Carl Gunner. Okay, it's not Gunner Which or of those? Swish. It's not Gunner or Swish. I've heard the other two names. I'm not I sure. I think it's Bucket. What was the other one? Bucket. What was the second one? Fred Bucket and Danny Heater. 
I think it's Fred Bucket also, but <clears throat> but for some reason the name Danny Heater, I, I think I've heard it. Of course, you think in West Virginia, the first thing you think of is Jerry West, but he never got 135 in a game. So I'll, I'll go with Bucket too, but we won't know a Monday, huh? No Monday, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sure there's somebody who could go onto Google or whatever right. it is. Oh, <clears throat> well, you know, I could probably do it. <clears throat> Well, I'm just saying it's it's that's that's a I mean that's one hundred thirty five points. Do you think that might have been on his bucket list? <laughs> that is decent. Okay. So if if it was on Yeah, come right over there, Tommy. Right over there. I bet Tommy knows the answer to this question. He's putting the headset on. There he is. All right, Tommy. Here's, All right. here's the question. On this day in 1960, high school basketball player in West Virginia scored 135 points in a game, which is a record that still stands today. Do you know his name? It's either Fred Bucket, Danny Heater, William Swish, or Carl Gunner. Hmm. Wow. I, I, it'd just be multiple guests for me. <laughs> well, yes, Tommy. Who do you think? Yeah, those are like old basketball names. Who do you think? I'm I, looking. I, don't have, I don't have the answer, so I can't give you. I mean, William Swish. We got to wait until Monday to find out. No, if I got the answer. Danny Heater, Burnsville, right. West Virginia, Braxton County. He was a forward, and he scored. 135 points. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Yep. That is unbelievable. No, it's, well, no, it's not unbelievable it because, because yeah. I do believe he scored 135 points. Oh, I believe he was it. on there once, and now he's using <laughs> unbelievable again. Good grief. I couldn't help it, Tommy. That's he, all right. He does it to me. Rick does it to me all the time. Hey, that's all right. I dish it out, and I can take it. All right. Okay. Okay. Now, I was asking a question a moment ago, and... Um, I never see guns here. Even though this is the Big Buck Classic, right. I never see guns. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Have you looked yep. at Tommy's muscles? <laughs> well, that's the reason he definitely hadn't <laughs> seen it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm Rick is on a roll today, Tommy. <laughs> hey, I can tell you that guy did score that many points, but there's no guns on my body. I'm wow. sorry. <laughs> but I'll tell you, we... We made the decision a long time ago, Randy, that it wasn't going to be a quote-unquote gun show. Okay. And anyway, as the show grew, we had the option that we could have started including guns, but it really changes the whole atmosphere of the show and some things as far as liability is concerned. Oh, yeah, I can imagine that, yeah. And so we just chose that, that... quote unquote it's not a gun show obviously there's hunters here and we all have firearms but the bottom line is it really didn't mesh with our atmosphere and so you know we have like Remington has a booth here and there's some other uh, retailers that obviously sell firearms uh, but we do not sell guns here I thought I'd seen Remington before and I, I couldn't remember if they actually had shells with them or not we do. Uh, they don't have any in their booth, but we do have some uh, but some vendors here that are selling ammunition. Okay. But but no guns. Now, one year, Remington had a big display. They, they're called their wall of guns. You know, they were just on display. But like I said, there's no firearm sales. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, I said this. I need you to back me up on it because sometimes I hear what I want to hear, not really what the, the uh, so-called facts are. Okay. Six o'clock is the deadline to get your antlers in. Uh, to be eligible uh, to win the Big Buck contest. Five o'clock. Five, five o'clock. Five o'clock tomorrow. Woo! Five o'clock tomorrow. Thank you. Tomorrow at five o'clock. Thank you. Because yeah. they come in here now. Somebody <laughs> tuned out and said, well, Randy said six o'clock. You may <laughs> no, have to bail me out. That's okay. all right. I'll bail you out. Okay. Okay. Uh, but was, no, was, it's uh, like I said, you can bring them all the way till eight tonight. And then if you want to be in the uh, contest, then it's five o'clock tomorrow's the deadline. So when does the bulk of the traffic start arriving? We'll start having a, you know, our rush tomorrow. Tomorrow's the big day. Uh, so probably around 10 o'clock. 
I mean, they'll they'll start piling in, you know, where they'll be lined up historically. You know, if they're lined up in our first rush, you know, it takes us about two hours to get the first rush in here, and they're usually steady throughout the day. Um, It'll usually start peeling off around 6, which, and what we need to tell you about that is, is the show is big enough that you can't go through this show in an hour and a half or two hours. So you don't need to come out here two hours before we close or you're only going to get halfway through one building. Mm. So you need to allocate at least four to five hours to get through the whole show. All right, Tommy, what are some of the attractions for the kids? Man, we've got one building, Randy. It's the Arts and Crafts building. It's called the Taka Outdoor Gear. Arkansas Game and Fish Foundation Free Kids Zone. There's everything in that building is just for kids. Got a uh, gentleman in there called Buana Jim who's got an animal kids show, real interactive. Got a free trout fishing pond, free hoverball shoot, free BB gun shoot. They got all kinds of uh, literature in there that you can, you know, take home with you for free. And you can also sign up for a lifetime hunting and fishing license in there. I just got this note from a friend. He said, please ask Tommy if there's some secret way to get in without avoiding that one-hour delay. But then to get in, if if you said that, though, it wouldn't Uh, be a secret anymore, right? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, the only secret to that would be is uh, come on Friday afternoon when the crowd (laughs) isn't so big. But on Saturday, uh, you know, from 9 o'clock until 2 o'clock... You know, it's gonna it's gonna be you're gonna have to wait a little bit, you know, to get in. But we do uh, get your get you in in your car, so we you know get your admission when you're in your car, and so you don't have to you know stand in a long line in front of some building in case you know it's raining or whatever. If you just don't like standing in line, you at least stay in your car. So, and we do have shuttles running too. So, but you know, the bottom line is during the rush there tomorrow. I mean, it just is what it is. It and is what it is. Get you in as quick as we can. The most famous statement of all: it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not always. That's just like a big old blanket. It just covers everything. It gets you out of a lot of trouble. <laughs> in the morning, at ten o'clock, is this easily one of the more? I say more, probably the wrong word, but. It seems like the Buzz Chili Cook-Off just gets bigger and bigger every year. Oh, it seems yeah. to be one of the hottest tickets around. It is really popular. Uh, you know, I, I think everybody loves good chili, and if you want to find out, you know, what good chili's all about, they've probably got 40 teams or more there. Uh, the one thing about this chili cook-off, we changed it a few years ago. It's open. You can you can use whatever you want. You know, it doesn't have to be any certain mixture like when it was uh, run by Cap Cathy. I mean, there was very strict guidelines to what you had to had to go by. Uh, but this is an open chili cook-off. I mean, you can put whatever you want in it. And uh, $1,000 up for grabs. So if you cook good chili. And then the taster cups go for $5. And we raise Shriners Hospital for Children are the uh, beneficiary of that. Now, that is, Rick, in case you're wondering what Tommy's talking about, you can buy a cup. And all these vendors, and they, they go row after row <clears throat> after row and by having your taster's cup you're able to get a cup of that chili yeah you get a sample, sample it yeah you can sample yeah. you can sample like mm. i said i think they have 40 42 teams so you can sample 42 different chilies they also you know they have a have a little cup you can put your uh, you know boat in you know people's choice uh, they do have judges that are going to judge overall uh chili cook-off but but you can like i said for a people's choice you can you can vote that's pretty cool. Okay, when I, <clears throat> the main, we'll call Barton Coliseum the main floor. Right. Is this where most people will begin and then actually peel off and, I guess you say, head west? Well, it actually depends on where we park you. Gotcha. You know, like I would say the first 1,000 people or 2,000 that get here, we, we, we park the midway first. And then we park the east side of Barton, and so Barton will be your your your, hub. your your closest point. Yeah. As it goes back, you know, as the midway gets 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 fuller, then your closest point would be the hall. Just it's just kind of where you park. 
we do use the south lot. If we get if we get all the internal parking done here, then we park them in the north lot across the street. We got shuttles running all day tomorrow, so it just kind of depends on where you park. My favorite area is the concessions. Yeah. Every year you seem to top yourself. <laughs> now my question: Last year I think the catfish took the honor. Yeah, catfish was really good. I am still looking, Tommy, for the perfect chicken on the stick. I don't know if they got any chicken on the stick. Uh-huh, but, see, see. but that's a good point. I'll tell you what they do have this year. It's called a roast beef Sunday. What? Oh, I said what too. But you, <laughs> a matter of fact, I'm going to go get you a roast beef Sunday. It's roast beef spread out over mashed potatoes. I've heard Thank of that. goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah, as long as it's not vanilla <laughs> ice cream. Ice cream, no. yeah. Right. <clears throat> so who came up with who came up with that? I don't know. I just went to the concession stand about an hour ago and, and they you had saw it. Sunday and I said, What's that? Just like you did and she said, The big, you know, helping of mashed potatoes and we got roast beef and gravy poured over it. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm <clears throat> hopefully I'm around for the thirty fifth. That better be chicken on the stick. There better be chicken on the stick. Okay, I got it. I'm going to make a note of it. Because I'm, I'm going to give you as <laughs> rough and as hard of a time as I can. I'll tell you who has got the best chicken on the stick that I know of. If you're going to England. Scott. Right there on the right. Right there on the right. They got a chicken breast. It's that chicken on the that, it's, it's so that lady has been doing that for 100 years, I guess. The crust on it is so good. I mean, it's just unbelievable. No, it, it, maybe it is unbelievable. There it goes again. It, I mean, wow. it's great. <laughs> but Tommy, you guns are unbelievable, if you're going to use the word. <laughs> <laughs> but when oh. you try it, you'll believe it. All right, we got to step away for a moment. Tommy, All right, buddy. I want you back at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, I'll and, be here. And I won't dub Duggar sometime today. Okay. All right, Drive Time Sports will continue from Barton Coliseum, the 34th. Big Buck Classic in a moment. College baseball are back. Join me, Kevin Bohannon, every Tuesday at 4.30 for Around the Horn on Drive Time Sports. Sponsored by Wood Family Dealerships in Batesville. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair is not only truck and trailer focused. They service and repair all types of equipment. Forklifts, boom lifts, excavators, dozers, loaders, and more. From warehousing to excavating, they've got you covered. Go see why Stacked is known for having some of the friendliest staff and most knowledgeable technicians in the industry. For trucks, trailers, RVs, material handling, or construction equipment, Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair in Whitehall. Right now at Fort Thompson's, Grand Refuse 3.0 Waiter, $239.99. Avery Breathable WC Waiter, $239.99. Federal Blue Box 12 Gauge 3 Inch Number 2s, $149.99. Fort Thompson's in Sherwood. <laughs> 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. Hi folks, this is Chris Zender out here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep in Sherwood. The recent snowstorms have really put us behind. We've got to do something drastic to make some sales up, so Frank told me to do whatever it takes to make some deals. So I'm inviting you to come in, pick out a vehicle you like, and make us an offer. We'll do whatever it takes to make a deal today. You'll save over 15% off Jeep Gladiators, $13,000 off new Rams. There's never been a better time to buy a new Ram. And we're talking 24 models. And we're taking 10% off every new new Ram Heavy Duty in stock, 2023 and 2024 models, and you'll save up to 15% off the 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokees. We've got to do something drastic. We're making crazy deals on every new Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in stock. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe tomorrow's Saracen giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen today and tomorrow for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welch Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take a short 40-minute ride to Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place in Arkansas to win a fabulous Z car. Saracen Casino Resort. Gambling problem? Call 800-FOXY-2-4700. Ha <laughs> ha! Put a smile on your face and put your hands 
together for the world-famous Harlem Globetrotters. Don't miss the Harlem Globetrotters 2024 World Tour presented by Jersey Mike Subs at Simmons Bank Arena on February 1st. Go to harlemglobetrotters.com for tickets. Well, now all the decorations are down and you're looking around thinking, we really ought to freshen up the place. It's a new year and the best time to save at Lazy Boy. The inventory overstock sale is here. Upgrade every room in your home. Hot buys all over the store. Fabric recliners starting at $3.99. Leather recliners only $7.99. Stop by Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for their inventory overstock sale up to 50% off store-wide. Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock. Long live the lazy. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh. Eat local. Eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Live from the Big Buck Classic here on the grounds of Barton Coliseum, and we have just begun. I say we. The Big Buck Classic basically has just begun. Rick, I, I need you to log in on the board. I am having Internet connections for the moment, and if you can, if you can get connected, uh, we should be having Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoopscoop, coming up next. So. And uh, that means, Damon, you'll have to play the intro because I am down for the moment. But first, All right. first, as Arkansas's Community Bank, First Security helps people make life better for themselves and for other Arkansans. They focus on helping make our community stronger. Every dollar that stays in the community helps the community through things like new homes and businesses so other people can have better lives. If you want your banking dollars to do more good, Check out First Security at fsbank.com today. That's member FDIC equal housing lender only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. So with Rick, with that, Rick, I'll put it in your hands for a moment. Well, I'm trying. I can't get the... Uh can't get my Comrex up, but Damon... All right, I can handle this. Um, we have Corn Dog standing by in Little Rock while we okay. wait for Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson to join there us. There you go. There All you right, go. Corn Dog, you're on the air. Hey, Rick. Hey, Randy. Good afternoon. You, Randy, you, you snake charmer, you. <laughs> for years. He's been snaking. He's been charming them for years. I'm not getting near him, Corn Dog. Uh, I was thinking, now, wait a minute. You're talking about, you know, charming them away. I'm thinking, uh, I think you're the, I think you're charming the damsel. <laughs> Look at well, what, what, Rick, <laughs> what Rick said was kind of a false statement, totally, because he said, "What if Carrie was surrounded by snakes?" Yeah, I and I said that. I would try to charm them to the point that maybe they would just move away. <laughs> we wouldn't have any kind of confrontation because well, he brought up Indiana I might leave my damsel in distress. Right. Yeah, he brought up Indiana Jones, and I just brought back memories. You know, uh, I, this has probably been, I know it's been probably 10 or 12 years ago at least, and uh believe it was when Ray was uh, either filling in for you, or you may, y'all may have been on, on together, I don't know, but you had Wild Man Wilson on there, and um, when he was talking about how it was against, against state law to kill any snake, poisonous or non-poisonous. Well, I didn't know that. And really. you know, I've told that story many times. It's legal in my book. Well, I guess I'm just bringing. I guess I'm just bringing the law, then. <laughs> I'm gonna kill it. Sucker. I don't want anywhere near me. You know. <laughs> oh man, I had a four iron. I had a four iron in my uh, in my club back when I played golf. Back when I had all my toes, <laughs> I had balance. Uh, but uh, and it was a blade. It was an old McGregor blade. I couldn't hit a golf ball to save my life with it, but boy, I sure, I sure could chop a head snake off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, but I think I think Wildman said about I think the numbers are like seventy seventy percent of people who are bit by snakes are they get bit trying to kill it. Really? I wouldn't doubt that. Wow. 
Because that's when they strike. I mean, because that's, you know, they, they don't want anything to do with us either. No. So if you step on them or try to kill them, they're, yeah, they're going to defend themselves, but, you know. So Randy, well, I'm still, that's, that's not going to climb in a sleeping bag with one like no, some of these guys. No, my right will do. Why don't Why don't you just go? Oh no! I remember, say, I remember I was in junior high. <laughs> I remember I was in junior high, middle of junior high. Uh, they had us all lined up on a basketball court. But I don't know about ten of us, me and uh, eight or eight or nine other students. We were holding a big old python. <laughs> and my dad were in the. <laughs> My mom and dad were looking at me like, you are crazy, son. <laughs> There's no way to hold on to that snake. I said, I didn't see what they told me to. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. So, reminded me of a story about my pastor one time. I had to share this, and I, I'll let y'all go. But uh, we had bats in the church, you know, kind of reminiscent of the uh, Mississippi Squirrel Revival. And we had <laughs> we had a, a bunch of bats in the soffit and and stuff that I mean they, they told us at, at one point we had probably around 10,000 bats and uh well during praise and worship <laughs> we had couples come out flying out in the sanctuary during service and uh you talking about some ladies screaming you know <laughs> yeah. and uh I can't imagine and, and, you know pastor pastor's got to take this in his own hands and he's like he gets his BB gun and he goes in there the next day and starts popping these things off one at a time in a sanctuary. I said, Brent, I said, you do realize those things are federally protected, right? And he goes, well, it's better to ask forgiveness than permission. <laughs> I said, okay. There's a, there's a lot of truth in that, too. Yeah, that, I said, well, you, know, you, you can't kill them all, Bubba. <laughs> I said, we, we're going to have to call a professional to get rid of these bats. So, but anyway, uh, enjoy listening to you guys, and good, good, to, good to talk to you again. Thanks, Corn Dog. Thank you, Corn well, Dog. After listening to him, if snakes are afraid, why don't you just go over to the pit and just say, "You guys need to leave and see if they flee because they're afraid of you." Well, they can't leave that area. Oh. Now let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers going the extra mile. I'm just warning you in advance right now, uh, Kevin, Rick is on a roll today. I mean, he's already been on a roll earlier, so I'm just warning you, whatever you say. Well, just... warn him I'm on a croissant, so let's do this. Uh-huh. There you go. <clears throat> Way to go. Good job. That's a, Well, I was trying to out-Rick, Rick, and I didn't. <laughs> if he's on, no, there's no, okay. Yeah. And that's Damon. That's he's he's got he's got that sense of power today. He's hitting the buzzer, so he's he's out on the trail of the buzzer today. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, you know, we could make lots of jokes today about what's coming up tomorrow, but let's hope it's a little more serious. You think Arkansas will rally one more time since Kentucky is the team coming in Saturday? I think it's possible. It's not something that I'll line up for as what I think will happen, but I think it's possible. And, again, I go back to these big-game atmospheres against big-time teams, even the exhibition game against Purdue, then it was Duke. I mean, you know, A&M didn't come in on a, on a Tuesday night, but, you know, uh, with that, you know, with those kind of vibes that excite fans and pack the house, but even that game in the inclement weather, Arkansas, good team, Arkansas found a way to win, and that wasn't that long ago. And that's an insulate tournament projected team. So, certainly Arkansas has shown with this group that it can rise to the challenge. A lot depends on the availability, obviously, of Tremont Mark and Trevor in Brazil. Um, And, you know, the way things have been going, the way Arkansas played overall in SEC games, you know, it it, it, it seems more likely they'll lose by 20 <laughs> yeah. than they'll go in and, and have a game, mm. yeah. a competitive game. But, you know, uh, guys, this is the most confounding thing I've seen because it's not just about how bad everything looks everywhere, inside out, both ends. There's this lack of, too often a lack of effort, a lack of connectivity, almost like, kind of going through the motions at times or barely going through the motions and that's never a good thing i mean 
you know, Eric Mosman in post-game press conferences has talked about lack of effort. Some of these press conferences now, he's talking about, we got to come and play with effort. And Arkansas's troll spots in previous years, and it looked bad at times, he never talked about the effort. He always said, we played hard. We're just not doing it. That becomes a major problem. So I don't think there's any game looking ahead that you predict that this team's going to stand up and 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 be and compete. You got to see it to believe it. And so that's where I'm at with it right now. I don't know if that's overstating things, being too dramatic, but that's how I see it. Well, we'll see. I I, I agree. You don't want to get over dramatic. I don't know how many more games Arkansas win this year. The way they're playing. <clears throat> I just figure you say Kentucky, that's like saying Duke. And now, Duke had never been to Bud Walton Arena, but Kentucky has been the Duke of the Southeastern Conference. So if they've got one more big effort left, I'm guessing it's going to be tomorrow. I sure hope so. Now, we don't know how Brazil or Mark, if they're going to play and how effective they're going to be, and that could make a difference. But Mark didn't play against Duke, and they won. Or no, I guess he got 21. Which was that the game he no, missed? No, he didn't play. Yeah, he, that's he was right. out. He, did, that he was didn't the game play he in that missed. game. That's right. So they won without him. So we'll we'll see. <clears throat> I think if they don't have Mark and Brazil, although Brazil hadn't played that well, it's hard to imagine they'd beat Kentucky. But if both are okay, then you, who knows? Guys, I yeah, got to tell mean, you this. I've been, I've been holding on to this. Yeah. But I got to tell you this. <clears throat> okay. I just uh, looked at bet. Saracen. Yeah, well, it's Kentucky and, about a 15-point favorite. Okay, if I told you, Rick, if I told you, Kevin, that it's anything under 10, and I know, Rick, you're, what you're going to say, you're not a betting man. But if you were a betting man, if mm-hmm. I told you it was anything less than 10, mm-hmm. would you put a bet on it? Well, Kentucky has lost their last two road games, so you yep. don't know. Don't know. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll just go ahead and tell you what, what it is. Okay. Right now, Bet Saracen, it's my, uh, Arkansas is the underdog. Kentucky is the favorite by five and a half. Really? Five that, and a half? Yeah, really. That, you don't that think that's not worth jumping me, Randy. on? Randy, it doesn't surprise me at all. You know, researching this, watching Kentucky, the fact that did they have lost their last two real games, that's true. Two and two on the road, by the way, this year. They beat a not very good Louisville team. They did go beat Florida on the road earlier in SEC play. Two teams that are more offense than really defense when you look at them. And teams, no, no SEC team has scored fewer than 77 points on this team, on this Kentucky team. It's not a strong offensive rebounding team. It makes most of its shots at a high clip, so that's a little bit skewed, but. This is a team that where Arkansas struggles against physicality. I don't think there's going to be a lot there. It might, but if it turns into a track meet advantage, Kentucky playing at home, Arkansas has some advantages despite how bad things have looked. The question now becomes: Can Arkansas get its offense in gear? It's gotten it's has slid so bad. It's as bad, if not worse, now than a than a porous defense. But that that line does not surprise me, based on Kentucky on the road and its and its deficiencies defensively. So if you can find a way to stay in it, I mean, Texas a and not a juggernaut offensively, and the Aggies beat Kentucky and scored in the 90s. It was 97-92 in overtime yeah. and won that game. So, uh, you know, I think I think there are some reasons to believe Arkansas could match up with Kentucky, especially at home, if there weren't the other psychological things that seem to be playing out where guys are just, if they don't get off to a good start, it's almost like they're defeated. They'll have a few little mini runs and few possessions where they do some okay things, and then it just kind of slips away again. And so to me, it's about building some early momentum and then maybe figuring out a way to, to punish Kentucky's poorest defense. All right, Kevin, hang on. we got to step away for a moment. Drop time sport. We'll continue for the Big Buck It's your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by River River Ford, Lion Legal, Central Arkansas Cadillac Dealers, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. I have got a suggestion for you, my friends. Why don't you call up a friend or two and say, hey, let's go on down to Saracen tonight, have a great meal, have a good time. And like Carlton Saffa said just a few minutes ago, you'll add to your entries if you play with your player's card tonight, because tomorrow night's the big car giveaway. Well, whatever you're hungry for, we've got it. I mean, the post 
incredible place for catfish. Believe it or not, Tom, we buy more catfish than any other restaurant in Arkansas. Wow. We also buy more Red Bull than anyone else in Arkansas, and I feel personally responsible for that. So, <laughs> thank you. So, Post is a great place to eat, but, you know, our buffet, which we hadn't talked about in a while, is amazing, right? I mean, prime rib. You can get prime beef steaks made to order on the buffet, crab legs. You name it, it's there. But, of course, people come to win. And winning is the name of the game on the floor with, you know, almost 2,000 slot machines, Arkansas's only poker room. And, of course, well, we're giving away a car tomorrow night. Somebody's winning a Nissan Z. Come see us. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Drew Self in Hot Springs, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Alex Blake in Little Rock today. Coming to you from Saracen Casino this afternoon with Carlton Saffa. Uh, if you've been here anytime since the holidays, you've noticed that beautiful, gleaming Nissan Z parked in the lobby. It is one breathtaking car, and I didn't really realize the Carlton until I started talking to you how many people love these cars. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, I've had dozens and dozens of folks. The, the closest thing I would compare it to is a Corvette. I think, look, let's be honest, the Corvette is a better-known vehicle, right? But there are massive pockets of enthusiasm for the Z. I met a guy yesterday. He's owned every body style they've ever made. And uh, he hadn't bought this new body style yet because he said he was going to win the one at Saracen. I said, well, I've heard about 10 people tell me they're going to win it, so we'll see. But people love the Nissan Z. It is such a cool car. And it's not something I appreciated until we put it on the floor. Bottom line, it's going to be on the floor for about 24 more hours because tomorrow night at 10, I'm handing the keys to the Nissan Z to somebody. Could be you, should be you. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Today for the Big Buck Classic here at Barton Coliseum. Doors open until 8 o'clock. And uh, we're also joined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net, thanks to Fence Brokers. But first, let's talk to my man, Neil Atkinson, by way of Saracen. Neil, are my eyes playing tricks with me? Is nope. Kentucky nope, just because my ears are only... burning? <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky only favored by five and a half. Well, all I got to say is I'm glad you asked Kevin that before the break because I'm going to say what he said, what Kevin said. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that one there, yeah, it, it kind of raised an eyebrow for me, but I kind of see it. And you know, Bud Walton is worth at least three, sometimes four points. And when you have a uh, uh, you know a name like Kentucky come into there, you know, like like Rick said, they're like the Duke of the SEC. Um, you know, I, I think that has a little bit to do with it there too. And of course, we just look at their last uh, look at Kentucky's last couple of games. You know, um, I watched that South Carolina game, and uh, yeah, I, I you know they're getting a lot of points scored on them, and you know the over and under is one hundred sixty six point five. So. There you go. We're kind of going with what the math models say, and if you think we're wrong, you can bet either side of it. We do allow you to do that. Well, I'm also looking at the specials, and I see the double R prop specials are now up. Um, I hope I don't get you in too much trouble, Neil, but <clears throat> these are getting tougher and tougher each game. 
because of the absolute unpredictability of this Arkansas roster. Yeah, the offense has struggled. So uh, this may be an opportunity for more of the uh, double R props to uh, to cash in. Of course, it's all going to be dependent on how they play tomorrow at five o'clock. So um, yeah, there may be some opportunity there. Just just looking at what uh, what what Kentucky's been giving up on the road. <laughs> Who are they playing though, Neil? Well, they're playing Arkansas. But so uh, it's been the numbers Arkansas on Arkansas. Through six well, conference yeah, games. I know, but okay. I'm trying to be positive. And Arkansas has had some <laughs> glimmer of uh, uh, has had some good showings earlier in the year, and and maybe they'll put it together. So, uh, but you know what? If these games, like I always say, if these games ended up at the lines that we spread, they wouldn't be very interesting to watch. So, uh, absolutely, if you pick the wrong side. And if you pick the wrong side, don't forget you got flash betting and in-game betting, and maybe you can uh, find some opportunity there. Um. You got some playoff games this weekend, NFL playoff games. Any uh, any tips there? Uh, bet the team that you think is going to win and score the most points <laughs> is the main <laughs> tip that I've got to give you. Uh, I, I do not like giving my picks as a bookmaker because I'm skewed by by, by risk. No, 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 no. I, I, like I guess maybe nature, maybe what I was maybe what I was edging towards or hinting towards was: is there any kind of uh, like prop bets? That maybe we should look at. Oh yeah, I know go look at those. I know you're doing. Uh, yeah, look at those conference specials. There's some really cool ones on there, and look at the individual prop bets. Um, uh, just click on the market and look at that. You know they're going to bet. You know in, in Kansas City. They're just going to bet the heck out of uh, uh, of Mahomes getting any time touchdown. Probably do the same thing for Lamar Jackson with the Baltimore Ravens. Those anytime touchdowns on the key players. Is really we've had more money on those than we have on the main markets here lately. So people are really dialed in into the prop and the, and the player actions on the NFL. And plus, they, we got two excellent games this weekend. I mean, they're, I'm looking forward to both of them. Two excellent matchups. All right, Neil, we'll talk with you uh, next week. That is Neil Atkinson. Go to the App Store, get the app, Bet Saracen. If not, go online at BetSaracen.com. Thank you, Neil. Have a great weekend. Neil Atkinson, by way of Bet Saracen. All right, back to Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoopscoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Thanks again to our friends, Chris Walker and company at Fence Brokers. All right, um, Kevin, now that you have, I'm not sure, walked me down from the wall a little bit, okay, what if Brazil doesn't play, and what if T-Mark doesn't play? Are you quite as confident as you sound to be? <laughs> well, I first when it, the first thing I talked about, I didn't have any confidence that Arkansas was going to compete in this game based on. <laughs> well, I was giving you some. I was giving point. you a little attaboy. You went totally <laughs> like I am. Well, when he talked about the point spread, I explained the deficiencies with Kentucky and why that would be set that way, uh, and could be the potential for an Arkansas. You know, uh, having one. Uh, Arkansas needs to break out offensively. See? I think that I think this team the individual pieces are better offensively than they are. Defensively, but things have devolved at both ends in terms of teamwork and being able to have that kind of those kind of offensive games in league play so far. So I'm not confident that Arkansas is going to go in and establish anything. However, I do think when I look at that point spread, why it makes sense, and I do think because of the stage and ESPN game day, if Tremont Mark is available to go, uh, even Brazil, I think Arkansas's got a shot here. Uh, just based on if they can get over the mental hurdles. But until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. And, and that's what I said. But you asked me without those guys. I mean, Arkansas beat Duke without Tremont Mark. You know, Caleb Battle had a 21-point game, had five assists in that game. Trevor Brazil had 19 points, 11 rebounds, and two blocks. Uh, other guys played well. L. Ellis had a, had a good game at the lead guard spot. Remember, he that was his first start since coming back. I mean, that was the first game after the Bahamas. They played him off the bench over there in those three games. He didn't score a point and had more turnovers than assists in the limited minutes he got. So he came back and had a good game. So you just never know with this group, but you can only point to three, four, five games all season long. We're almost 20 games in, two-thirds of the way, where Arkansas 
how to put put things together against you know against good competition. So the the body of work that's a small sample size out of a larger body of work where Arkansas's not been very good and not been up you know played up, and so that's the concern. So you just I just don't know. It's Jekyll and Hyde, and and I guess whichever one of those is the positive. There's not we haven't seen enough of that part of it. Uh, to feel confident going into it that Arkansas will make the guys that establish that the point spread at five and a half to make them look smart. All right. Since you can't list the entire team, just pick out one <laughs> or two players that must step their game up <laughs> drastically for Arkansas realistically to compete. And I'm not talking about Mark. I'm not talking about Brazil. Now, Brazil needs to step up his game, but I'm not sure what to expect on a gimpy knee. So, besides those two, who are you expecting? Who do you believe has to step up and have this monster, this big game, in order for Arkansas to compete tomorrow with Kentucky? Well, one guy that we haven't talked about, he didn't play much here tonight, and that's about the second game in the last three or four where he's seen eight, 11 minutes, whatever, is Devo Davis. And his name was brought up in the press conference today, and Mulsman did not repeat it. He said everybody needs to show leadership. He didn't really get into Diva. So I'm wondering what kind of role. Is he still in the starting lineup? I think he started all but one game. What, 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 what does he do? I think he's a guy that if, that if he's on the court, he's going to have to be one to, to, to really you know, show us something that he's shown in the past. Uh, I think that's one. Um, and you said outside of those other two, I mean, in, in a game against Kentucky with the off- high-octane offense, I think Caleb Battle, he showed some signs of life, 11 points. He didn't shoot well, but he hadn't done anything really in, in, in a few games prior to that. And he led Arkansas with 11. Yeah, it was awful shooting on the road, but maybe he's a guy that comes alive and has the kind of game he did against Duke. I think maybe those two guys in your backcourt are two guys you'd like to really see step up. If we're not talking about Brazil Randy, I don't know who else to point to on the front court because Brazil's the kind of guy who's capable of scoring, rebounding, and doing some other things. The three-headed five-spot monster in Chandler Lawson, Makai Mitchell, and Jalen Graham, when you look at those guys individually, some of them have had really good games at times. Um, but none of them have really been the kind of needle movers you need uh, uh, you know, to affect winning and losing if, if, you're, if your key guys aren't playing well. But having said that, I think it is all hands on deck. I'm going to say I'll add a third guy. One of those three needs to have one of their best games of the season to help Arkansas, especially if Brazil's not available. I mean, that seems like an obvious thing. All right, Kevin, we'll talk with you next week. Thanks, Kevin McPherson. Thanks, Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. You worked hard last year. Our friends Now it's time to reward yourself. At Guatney Buick GMC, we'll take your refund and combine it with real world purchase allowances up to $6,000 on select vehicles. Use cash back and current offers in combination with your refund, and we'll put you in the vehicle you deserve to be driving. This winter, Guatney Buick GMC in North Little Rock, next to Sam's Club.